Roll it. Hello, world. Welcome to the Church Mag Podcast, the official podcast of Church Mag, your source for church tech. It's time to level up. Welcome to another episode of the Church Mag Podcast. Eric Bay here along with Jeremy Smith and Blessing and Bofu. And, you know, a lot of times I'll go, all right, we're jumping in. I'm not going to tell you what the the topic idea that's in my head that I'm going to pitch. We're just going to dive into it. I thought, you know what? That's, it sh- I shouldn't assume that every week. So I says, I says to Jeremy and Blessing, <laughs> I, I says, I says, let me just tell you this time. And Jeremy says, no, no, just jump in. So there's actually yeah. quotes. I don't know if you got it. I keep, I've still been doing these quotes randomly in the podcast. I don't know if people have been keeping up on it, but let's just jump into it. Okay. He's doing it again, blessing. I don't know what to do. Oh, I've been doing it. You just haven't been catching it. Have you been like keeping a key, do- like a decoder I mean, key or something? I feel like, yeah. I mean, people can go back and listen and just see if they catch them. Is this going to be like the time I did the video game music in the beginning of every show open and there was like a hundred different cuts and then somebody submitted like 87 out of a hundred? That was so oh, cool. nobody. Nobody should go back and listen just to hear my voice. Please don't do that to yourself. <laughs> oh my god, it's not worth it that much. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. All right. Well, here was the topic idea that I had. Um, I know recently Jeremy has been invited to go to a conference. He's going to be speaking at a conference, and um, I'm pretty proud of him. Um, <laughs> I think it's pretty awesome that he's doing this, um, especially considering that I, I feel like he's. He would probably say, he would deny this. I feel like he's kind of like leading a charge. He would say, I'm so not leading a charge, Eric. But in in what I see in my purview, it feels like leading the charge um, regarding mental health and, and the, the church's response to that and everything. But that isn't exactly what we're going to talk about. What I'm interested in thinking, to pick your guys' brain, about the idea of conferences in general. Like, why do we have them? Where? What's the... Hmm, with digital technology and such a low cost overhead on educational materials and digital distribution and everything else, why are we still pouring so much money into conferences and speakers and flying and traveling and doing all these things? What's the trade-off? What, what's, what's the peripherals that makes it worth that investment? And yeah. Are we stuck in an old system? And this isn't just like a Christian thing either. Um, there's there's conferences. I've been to them myself. Um, I've been to uh, three or three, almost, well, probably four now in the past um, a little over a year. So I've gone to them as well. But I'm curious to hear from you, especially since you're going to be speaking at one, Jeremy, um, your guys' thoughts about... How many conferences, conferences have you guys been to in your life? My entire life... Are we talking like uh, huge amounts to draw from information wise or a small I've percentage? been to five. How huge is huge? Five, I think. You, you've yeah, been yeah. to five? Okay. What, you mean your entire life? Yeah, my right? entire life. Five, five, five really? conferences, yeah. Like that I would, the conferences that they all exceed, the, these five conferences exceeded, uh, exceeded four, five, I don't know if they were all over 5,000 people. Um, biggest was 10. So that's, that's what I'm drawing from. I've been to a lot of small conferences as far as like youth for Christ had a bunch of them. Um, mm-hmm. so I think that that plays into a little bit as well. I've probably been to about 30, 35, a lot of youth ministry. Conferences. Wow. I mean, 
I might have gone to more if I think of the smaller ones, but it wouldn't inflate the. It might the most it would do would, would be to double it, so it's not making a huge impact. Well, I don't. I don't think so. I've got. I don't know if I'm gonna say this. Am I gonna say this? Okay, I'm gonna say it. Okay, so um, I've been to so many conferences. I can't count. Um, in fact, what I do is. <laughs> this feels weird. Um, this confession. I actually collect lanyards. Sure. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. So, like, I'm, I, I haven't even gone to an. I haven't even gone to enough to think. Dang, I should collect these. I'm like, give yeah. one to a kid, give one to a kid, and I haven't hit like critical mass where the kids are like, Dad, stop giving to them. Then they start to collect, and then I look and I go, Wow, I have a lot. I should start collecting those. So you're giving me a real dynamic picture of just how yeah, many um, you're talking about. I, uh, I, I we've moved a number of times, and every time we've moved, England is like, Do you really have to? Can we throw this away? And I'm like, Don't you dare. I'm like, what you talking about? Um, but <laughs> so I've been to a lot, um, different shapes and sizes from um, small think tank type, you know, like uh, right up to tens of thousands. Uh, yeah, I don't, yeah. So yeah, um, yeah. So I don't mean to hijack this, but but I've been to a lot. So so. Um, <laughs> we get it we get it like you're a big deal anyway. <laughs> to your question as far as the benefit of conferences do they need them let me say one downside to the conferences a the cost is so high and i'm talking not just the conference cost to the ticket but the traveling and all that stuff i know that there's going to be a it's a international conference for youth for christ that they call general assembly that i'm going to be going to um and every year it's held in a different nation um, i'm going to be going next year to do counseling i get it. this is actually really cool um i think i told you guys this that all the international leaders of each country of youth for christ get to meet every, once every three years to talk about the direction and be re-inspired but one of the things that they offer is is brief counseling for all the directors and so i'm going to go as a counselor to get to do brief counseling with any national directors that want to sign up it's based basically six hours every single day, five days straight, where I get to sit down with um, directors and it, it, they say it fills up within like the first 45 minutes. So that's great that, that I get to go. So cool. Yeah, next year is gonna be in the Netherlands. So I'm really a fan of that. But the cost of it's to get over there and to have the conference itself, even though I'm going to serve, I'm still paying for all my stuff to go over there. That's a lot. I feel like it's a lot of money. Whereas if it was digital, it'd be like, $49. Obviously, you can't have something like that clinical counseling piece of it for that conference, but I feel like um, that's that tends to be a really big barrier. So, I mean, I can tell you, I, it, uh, um, I've been to so many conferences that I even wrote, wrote a, manif a conference manifesto. Um, like, this is why I will attend a conference. <laughs> that's how bad it got. Um, uh I think there's something about the value of uh, being there in person. There's just something about, um, I know we can connect online, but there's just um, some of the value of, of proximity, somehow being, having a, a shared experience with people, which you could do online, but there's just something still about that 
uh, human to human connection and being in the same space. Um, and some of the experiences, some of some of my conference highlights or um, connections or takeaways have actually been in conversations in the corridors uh, or in the line, getting in, a, you know, grabbing a bite. Um, you know, question is, does it justify um, the amount of cost? I, I suppose it might also just depend on the, but then you don't know this before conference every time, um, you know, the, the impact. So the idea is we always go to conference with the hope, um, uh, you know, that, that the impact or whatever you get out of it, um, you know, matches um, what you spend getting to it. I think that one, I don't, I don't know if this is true for most conferences, especially those smaller ones, Eric, that, you, you, that are not the 5,000. I know that whenever they're like the maybe one or 2,000 people kind of conferences that I'm, I'm used to, most of them being in that range, um, the camaraderie that you do get in the person-to-person aspect of things, the go out and get drinks and Taco Bell and um, shoot hoops and all that stuff, I, th- I think that's a very good um, but again, that's a really, that's a really expensive time to hang out with people. Um, but it's a, it is a fun aspect of being able to connect on a different level in a very personal approach and to be able to catch up. Hopefully though, it's not just, that's the only place that that's happening. Um, but I would say that there's been a lot of times where it's this person helped train me and then all of a sudden I'm getting to go eat with them and then getting to kind of hear, I read their book and just, it's fun to have not, I I think that the conferences a lot of times are go and learn and then like sit in a hotel room and have fun. I I would say if that's all it was, I'm not a fan of conferences in that manner, but whenever you go beyond that's where you get to the really personal piece of it and start talking to individuals, that's where I really think that a lot of the benefit comes from with regards to conferences that um, maybe with like a digital version of the conference sometimes is lacking. You don't necessarily get that personalization. It's still this mystical uh, John A. Cuff person that's talking to, to the conference, but not necessarily to me. And it's, I don't know if there would, I feel like there's a huge difference in the sense of watching YouTube video or an Instagram story where I see a lot of those things really, really happen. Well, it's highly curated. I get that. But um, sometimes I feel like the individual in person one has those other aspects that it's not just about the learning part of it. So that's John, by the way, both of your, you know, feedback on conferences really rings true with me Uh, that your first conference that you go to, you know, you're looking, you're looking at that speaker profile, like, wow, what am I going to learn? This is so cool. And I'm going to go to this one. And I'm going to go to that talk. And I'm going to go to this one and you go to that one. And then you do that. And then like the last day, if it's multiple days, the last day you're like, Hmm, is this really about the talks or not? And then by the time you go to like your second and third, like, like by the third one, you're like, I guess I'll go to a talk. I probably should go to a talk. <laughs> there is so much networking. That really is the value of that. What's interesting, though, is if that is the greatest value from a conference, then why do we have these speakers? And I guess the thing of it is, is that often those few conferences 
or those few speaking, you know, pods or sessions or whatever they might call them at the conference that you're attending is that they, they do spark conversation. They do get your mind running. Even just seeing some of the titles will get you thinking, right? Um, and there's some synergy there, right? So while it isn't really about the speakers and what they're talking about, it isn't just the networking. It's just this, it's, it's just the mixture of it. It's the chemistry of all those things. And that's why I think it's important for conferences not to get so hung up on you have to be and you got to take all the sessions and, you know, at the same time, you, you, you can't be like, well, it doesn't really matter what people are talking about, right? You really do have to have that dynamic mix and you have to be able to give people the, the, uh, the permission to leave a session at any time. Like if you get in it, like one, there was a conference that I went to, they were very, very charismatic or dogmatic. I don't know, some word that means they were very expressive and said it a lot. Um, they would say from the main stage and they said in every conference, they're like, look, Feel free to leave at any time. This isn't your jam. You get a work call, like, don't worry, just leave. I won't be offended. And they really hit that a lot. And it felt very liberating because I went, <laughs> I went into one. I couldn't, I couldn't tell the difference which one I want to go to. I go into this one and I'm like, oh, this is, oh, no, thank you. And I just it turned away to us. Yeah, he's just like, I don't want to. And, and then, you know, to feel like I had to sit there for, you know, the whole 45 minutes would have been awful. Instead, I got up and I went to the other one, right? Went over the other one. That one didn't, that wasn't so great. You know, so I got out and then I met somebody in the hall, right? But you had that flexibility. You were able able to do that. And so that was really cool. You know, had, hadn't I ever experienced a number of different conferences, I would have thought, gee, that is a very expensive seminar. Why don't you all just like stay home or stay at your workplace and go on to a live stream and just do a great big webinar. Webinars have their place, sure, but it doesn't have all those peripheral things that you're, you're pointing out. And I think that's something that we all need to remember, whether it's, you know, you might judge how many conferences someone goes to or that they're going one at all, whether you are putting on a conference, whether you're a speaker or an attender, to realize that it is really a dynamic there and as much as we love digital and technology and social media like all those different things here at church mag mm -hmm. you, you you cannot underestimate the power of talking and interacting with somebody face to face even as casual of a thing as having a meal and dinner conversation and, yep. and it's great networking right i think that there's absolutely I think that there's something to be said for the digital relationships and hopefully we get to a place yeah. where we can say that they're authentic there's still trolls behind a, um a keyboard and there's still people that are um posting something and never showing themselves and being authentic. That's, and that's the interesting thing, Jeremy, is that from the conferences, I have amassed more social media connections. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I maintain that because I know them, they know me, we kind of have an idea but, of a sense of humor, stuff like that. So it's actually, it's enhanced, right? Agreed. But I think that the digital conferences can't right now. They just, no, the you're culture absolutely right. of digital doesn't have that. So, no, so if doesn't. you go into uh, a, in-person conference you're going to get that ability if you're if you're there to not just learn but to network as well i think that you're going to be able to get that i think that that's where i was able to get these connections for being able to do the ministry or church and to be able to do some of the conference stuff and to be able to even do the get some of the insights of what's been going on is because of those established relationships that continued on via email and social media and personal contact and phone calls yep. and video chats um that i don't think also, I, church mag is just this like 
unique thing that does not exist elsewhere. And so if we did that conference and be like, okay, we're doing a conference, but also like, let's just pray for each other and let's talk and like, let's do these things as well. Um, I don't think it would be, we would have a completely different expectation than a lot of the online conferences there might be. So there is that, I think that that's really, really important. Also, everybody gets the conference cough, right? That's a, that's a thing that everybody shares. Oh gosh. You know, did you you guys get that? Oh my God. It's it's such a thing. I don't know if it's the airplane. I don't know if it's the lack of sleep. I don't know if it's the, oh, it's probably all of that. Conference cough. It's so true. It's so true. But I I think. Thanks for bringing that one up because I always thought it was the, it it was like the, the, the plane air. Yeah. But um, it's all of it, man. Um, change of pace, change uh, of diet. You know, I, I just think it's really important that in light of the digital age and bottom lines and efficiency and stuff like that, that that we it's easy to underestimate the power of human connection. And I think that the world in general needs it now more than ever. As ironic as it sounds with something as huge as something like social media, it feels like we've become more out of touch in, in, in these days. And conferences are a great way professionally and personally for people to connect. So, yeah. And if you're looking for someone to do counseling, I highly support it. There's a lot of like church communication yeah. and youth ministry and mm-hmm. um, senior pastor conferences, leadership conferences. Yeah. And almost all of them I've been to have talked about like self-care and soul care. But what if you like hired a whole bunch of counselors, paid them a whole bunch of good counseling money that you would do and go give them an hour to go do some counseling and maybe even get connected somewhere else. That might even be better than doing paying for an additional speaker. That would be amazing. Oh my gosh. Like hybrid. And I know a guy. Oh my word. You guys, (laughs) this is like, I, I, I say all this. But at the same time, there's part of me that just feels like there is a next evolution of conferences. And you just you just pointed out what I I couldn't see, Jeremy, and that is kind of kind of a reinventing of them, not not completely reinventing, but maybe reducing some of some of those repetitive elements that people don't aren't drawn to as much and, and adding some new elements like what you just outlined with the counselors. That's excellent. Listen, to wrap to wrap this up, I think. I just want to let everybody know if you are curious about conferences within your within your field, whether it be youth ministry, church tech, communication, whatever it may be, feel free to reach out to Jeremy because Jeremy has not only been to a lot of conferences, but of the three of us, no offense, blessing, Jeremy, <laughs> Jeremy has a really broad scope he's been to a lot of different kinds of them uh he's had a lot of overlaps in ministry and stuff so if there's something you're interested in or like hey you have any recommendations feel free to ping him you can even email podcast at church mag and uh, we'll get an answer for you and we'll share it on on the podcast too so that everyone can kind of uh be a part of that learning process and also if you really are digging on jeremy's idea of counselors at a conference reach out to him Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. He'll find some. He'll make it happen because mm-hmm. the man has a passion for this thing, yeah. and it is a worthwhile one. And um, mm-hmm. he can make it happen. Yep. Yep. Do it. Just don't ask me to help with the setup. I've done that several years, <laughs> several different times. <laughs> I know it goes into putting on a conference. But blessing, if you you're insane, but yeah, no. But if you want to fly blessing to the United States, yeah. he will do anything yeah. at the conference. 
Dude, that's so that would be so cool if Blessing yeah. went to the conference. That's that so would cool. give me a ticket there instantly. You, you like how I did that, yeah. Blessing? Like, if they fly yeah. you to the United States, yeah. you'll do anything, mm-hmm. right? Uh, yeah. If you're in South oh, Africa, yeah. then he might not be so willing because he's done everything <laughs> that there is to do at a conference, and he knows it's a trap. <laughs> yeah, but they can still reach out. We'll see what we can do. Oh, yeah. see that? See, Blessing. He's got such a good heart. Blessing at Church yeah. Mag. That's where you got to reach yeah. out to him. Email him there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. honest with you when we first started to tear into it i thought yeah we're going to talk about how there needs to be this like we can increase efficiency and like why do we have this thing that's so cost prohibitive and then like i'm going into it and thinking about it i'm like no actually no mm -mm, no that's not what the theme that's not the point of this one (laughs) conference coffee yeah dude it's real i thought jeremy was teasing me and then i got said conference cough Right? <laughs> like clockworks every time. No matter what I try. Apparently it has all to do with like the shaking of hands and all that stuff. So even if you use like a ton of like hand sanitizer because you shake you're so not, many hands. Yeah, but not just, I swear, it's also because you're like, you're, you're getting less sleep. You yeah. have jet lag. Yeah. You're in an yeah. airplane. You're eating different meals. You have a different rhythm. Like it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a Petri dish, right? It's a... <laughs> recipe for disaster <laughs> send us an email subscribe and search for previous episodes of the church mag podcast by visiting church mag online you'll find a link on our main menu go to churchm.ag. that's church mag and while you're visiting church mag send us a message and be sure to subscribe to the church mag podcast so you can receive an early release of the new show every friday We don't do that for just anyone. The Church Mag Podcast is proudly hosted on buzzsprout.com.